0: FCUM Radio, FC and Music United.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host, Cockers, and on this week's show, we'll be bringing you build up and reaction to FC United's league fixture with Whitby Town from Saturday. And later, we'll be bringing you reaction from Sunday's match for the women's team at Durham Sestria. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week's news with the FA Trophy and the draw for the third qualifying round took place on Monday and FC United have been drawn away to Morpeth Town with the tie to take place in Northumberland on Saturday the 7th of October. In other cup news, and the date for the preliminary round match in the Manchester Premier Cup between Curzon Ashton and FC United has now been confirmed, with the tie to take place at the Tameside Stadium on Tuesday 10th October. Whilst back in the league, FC United hosted Whitby Town on Saturday afternoon at Broadhurst Park, and for all the build-up now, let's hand over to Ben and Woodso in the main stand.
2: Well, welcome everyone to Broadhurst Park, Saturday afternoon, back in the MPL Premier Division as FC United host Whitby Town. Memory serves, it was quite a thrilling game this one last season. Here's hoping for the same again, but no draws, a win for FC United would be just fine. And speaking of being just fine, it's a big welcome back for a pre match chat to Woodso. Hello.
3: Hello, hello. hello. How are you?
2: very good we'll get to the Whitby game in a second but Warrington Ireland's last week was so just a bit of a jam because we've not spoken because actually at half time the game was still in the balance I mean Warrington had soaked up a lot of possession they'd gone a goal up we were still in it at half time yep. Neil made some substitutions to try and Get us United back into the game. Little did we know that we were going to concede three goals in that second forty-five.
3: Yeah, I mean we were just talking about, as you were setting up there, and defence just parted three times. Really, uh, it wasn't just that. I mean, we di- we didn't play particularly well second half. Uh, first half, like I, like you said, you know they they soaked up a little bit of pressure from us. We didn't really create much. I think they had the better chances actually in the first. They scored the goal. I remember because we spoke at half time and we said, oh, you know, boys have not really done much. I think we forgot, he pulled off a great save where he tipped a, a yes. shot over, which, which it dawned on me afterwards. It's a classic in w- what we've been talking about on, these, on this station for years. It's a classic game that if we go a goal down in that game, we're going to struggle. Because they were just what? built for defending. And, they, and, and let's be honest...
2: Was, the, it, was it classic rope-a-dope as well? Because there, I, I don't think anyone was expecting much to to score three
3: goals that second half, were they? No, I, I didn't see him scoring three goals. I think they, but ju- they did. They did. I think I think they were just absolutely clinical in the movement up front, which found them the space, and the space was absolute. I mean, it was they had acres to go into every time, um, and they could have scored more. Let's be honest, they could have scored more. It's disappointing because it, it's a winnable game. I know all games are winnable. You can win, you can beat anybody, obviously. last football. But last week was it was a winnable game in terms of us going. Actually, you know what, We're at home. Got a good home record yes they're on form but we should be winning and we should be doing better if we're going to lose we shouldn't be losing 4-0 it's disappointing and as well. it's almost capitulation the second yeah, half the biggest disappointment is the fact it's the FA Cup yeah.
2: obviously we'll play Warrington Rounds again in the league on Tuesday and we'll cover that off at full time but it's Whitby today you can see Michael Donoghue uh, and Charlie Munro warming up which is uh, a positive we will be hearing from Neil Reynolds
3: in a second yeah. we know they're starting so oh spoilers spoilers we're not gonna come to you for any Doctor Who chat before November, you'll be ruining it for this us. this
2: goes out on Monday, mate. Not only is it not really relevant, spoilers. <laughs> it's good
3: but point, it's yeah. Wait, people already know the result. It's a good point. <laughs> but apart from that Yeah, but if you put it out before kick off today you don't. Yeah, but I'm not going to. All oh, right, okay. It's not for all oh, right. Okay. This is yeah. for this club. Good point, is yeah. yeah? Cut that bit out oh, uh, No I'm going to keep it in Oh yeah it's, 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 it's This is what else. podcasts are about People this is like this This be, is interaction This, this banter is, As I said a couple of times This morning <laughs> on the breakfast show When I was doing This is what Marconi Legged it down to the patent office For stuff like this Exactly So It's going to be tough As you've said to Neil Because we're not spoiling him, Obviously You know we're unbeaten At home in the league They're unbeaten away in the league Now you, you made a statement That something has to give Not necessarily because last could year, be a draw. it was a classic 2-2, two, two, but it's good to, to be fair. Yes, it was a good game. Um, we just need to get bounced back. You, you're talking about the midfield, though. You mentioned it before. Yeah. That will be a crucial thing, because the midfield last week, I talk about the defence, I talk about the goals, but those goals probably get stopped with a tighter midfield. The midfield was almost non-existent.
2: Well, I think once the second goal
3: goes in, you... you you're chasing it. It was just a mad few minutes. I, like you say, we didn't he didn't see those three goals coming. I'm not saying we were playing well enough to get a result, particularly. We, maybe we were, maybe we weren't. Who knows? You know, it starts down to, to opinion. We certainly weren't looking at half, time. we were talking, that we'd be going on with a 4-0. It was just weird, second half. And like I say, I think it, with Munro, we, we have missed. I mean, I say we've missed. I mean, we've seen him pre-season. Obviously, we've not seen much league action. And obviously got injured. Marine, second game of the it? season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we haven't seen him properly. But we know what what he's what he's been signed to do and that's exactly what was missing last Saturday. We know what Donahue can do when he's on form. He's one of the best players in this league. When he's doing his running and he's he's ghosting up and down and doing what he needs to do. So two big positives there, but that's only two in a in a team of eleven. You everybody else has got to step up now. You know, we we've got to look to be more clinical up front, we've got to look to be tighter in defence. The goalkeeper's done all right. I thought I thought Guy Hall had a decent game last week. And yeah. The thing is, that's that's the best you can say about anybody. Decent. Nobody stood out, but who who was better than the others? Guy Hall did all right. He wasn't brilliant by any stretch of the imagination. So, he was frustrated. It's gone now. We're out of the cup. We, we 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 concentrate on the league. As Neil said, win today, and you know we're there thereabouts playoff-wise. And people forget that. Did Neil say that? Did that? I don't know. I, oh, I can't it's remember. It's like points and You know
2: what? You've reminded me. Let's, let's hear Shall from we have a little yeah yeah, 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 let's well, do I know. that. Woodsville, big thank you for joining us pre-match. Uh, enjoy the game. Thank and, you. Uh, See let, you later. Let's hear now the pre-match thoughts of FC United manager Neil Reynolds, who I caught up with moments ago. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us
0: pre-match. Uh, before we get to the football today, plenty going on outside, isn't there? Oh, it's amazing. very busy. Uh, Jenny Swarbrick deserves so many superlatives. She's only been at the club a short while, you know, in a full-time role as community manager but she's non-stop and look at what she's produced today I think by last count I think we've had about 40 new junior members signed up I think we're hoping for 100 by the end of play uh, it's been great girls are out there the women's team the boys have been out there the men's team the management teams have all been out there and, and it's just good to see so many kids in the local area come out and see what we've got going on
2: yeah it's superb stuff outside and uh, congratulations to all the organisers yeah. the superb stuff however Neil there is, there is a problem whenever we've done Youth United Day yeah. or anything of that sort um, we it, lost? Does, it doesn't go well. <laughs> Paul's does, probably yeah. not done the stats in advance, but it, it normally doesn't go well. Uh, but uh, what are well, you hoping for? What was the
0: excuse for last week then? <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> just, um, um,
2: what's this week been like at training? <sighs> uh, I'm imagining it's been a, a pick everyone up job. I just said
0: to Nathan there, the manager, that the wonderful thing about young lads is that they walked in training Tuesday night. As was as Saturday hadn't happened, there's laughing, there's joking, they're round each other, training was a bounce Thursday. And listen, we, we can't, listen, I don't want doom and gloom. I don't want people to, to be walking around with their chins on the floor. But it is a great reaction for the lads to go, listen, it's happened and we talked about that and we've got to bounce back. But we did a few things this week. I felt like we went back in the classroom. Uh, we did an anonymous questionnaire for the lads. You know, 12 questions that Brian Richardson put together and we gave them the lads and we looked at the answers and we generated the answers together. We shared them back with the players, but... On the whole, everything's positive. You know, how did he feel about playing at Broadhurst Park? They love it. How did he feel about playing for the football club? So proud. How do he feel when they get beat? Dejected. How do you feel when they win? Ecstatic. So, everything that we kind of knew, but they're going to have off days. And I think we've had three already. We don't want any more. But, you know, I look back at the game, Ben, last week, and we were really good for 20 minutes. I watched it twice. And then we were really good second half, and we came out 15 minutes. But we've just got to get out of this habit of conceding one and two and then capitulating.
2: has had this game plan, didn't they? Where um, they sat back for large chunks of the first half, yeah. and then they sprang in, into the life in the in the second half. And so I suppose it's a learning curve suppose, for the young players. Is. And,
0: and listen, they've arguably, and I'll say this, got one of the best number nines in the league, which is brilliant. You know, the annoying thing is he only leaves a stone throw over there, 500 yards away, Motore. But you know that we we can't get him for, for whatever reason. But, listen, and he, he, for me, led the line really well. They soaked up the pressure. They could go big into him. They had a big lad up front who would look after the ball, cause us problems. I think our two centre-halves found the problem last week. It was the first time they played against a two up front, and it took a little bit of getting used to. So, different problems, different scenarios, and, and we didn't find the answers last week. But in training this week, We've we've worked on playing against the two, worked on playing against the one, and hopefully, you know that that will help the uh, the defenders.
2: So, without giving too much of the game plan away, um, I mean, what's your thoughts on on the challenges there? I mean, FC, despite last week's result, unbeaten here in the league. Whitby beating on the road, mm. so something's got to give.
0: We'll win today, we'll go third in the league, and then everyone will be talking about what's going to Listen, no, we're focusing on getting three points. We always do. We focused on staying in the FA Cup, but it didn't happen. We focused going to Radcliffe and getting something. But we're focused on getting three points, and training this week has been about getting three points up against the really dogged Whitby side. You know, I'll use that word, dogged, because no disrespect to their playing surface you know I've just spoke to Nate, he said it's still not great they come here today they might be able to deploy a different game plan and they're going to give it everything they've got but, but for us to have the likes of Donahue back and Mumro back today I, I kind of lick my lips and I'm not putting them under pressure to say that but it's, it's really hard when you haven't got arguably two of the best midfielders in the league and uh, you
2: mentioned the, the, the two up front um, <sighs> being a challenge last week I mean how do you Combat against Whitby today, and well, what they'll be bringing today. I the mean, table. They,
0: they've they've played predominantly 4-2-3-1 like we've done, you know. So we have got to set up it as a as a, a 4-3-3 against them today. You know, we know that if they change that, you know, and they try and kind of all overload two up front, we have got a plan uh, what we can do. But but we're at home and we've got a we've got to take our game to them. Uh, and the key thing is is that when we're on top, like we were against Rivals last week, and Guy Hall should score. The week before against Bradford, when we're on top, Jay fit still score, and when you score, that's it. It helps you. So, you know, you can't keep going in games like at Marine, like Club, where you have a period of play and we're not taking chances. So, the important thing, the important message is today: get out of the traps early and go and score. Can we score first, and then can we get this crowd right behind us? And, and if we score one, we might score two, three. But we've got to. We've also know we've got to be really determined uh, not to concede goals. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us pre-match. Uh, a big good luck this afternoon, and
2: we'll catch up at full time.
0: Brilliant. Cheers, Ben.
2: Neil Reynolds there speaking to me about forty-five minutes ago, ahead of this afternoon's game between FC United and Manchester and Whitby Town back here at Broadhurst Park in the league, and joining me for a little pre-match chat now, it's my co-commentator for this afternoon. Get that Paul. Good Hello. Afternoon. So, your thoughts ahead of this one against Whitby? Historically, it's a
4: good it's a good fixture for us. We've won ten out of nineteen with five defeats. I think. It's very interesting Whitby's form in that at home they've struggled. They've only won one out of four, I think, and we were here now at the pitch. Away from home, they've won three out of three, possibly on better playing surfaces. So the better pitches probably suit them more than playing at home at the moment, which is ominous for this afternoon on our beautiful pitch. Uh, We've got a 100% record at home and found it hard on the road. We've got two away games coming up after this, so we really have to strike the iron today and get something out of this. Because obviously Rylands on Tuesday night is going to be very, very tough.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, obviously in the league, uh, Whitby Town currently sitting on 12 points. FC United currently sitting on 12 points. Same number of goals scored, I think, as well. Yeah, it's a a much better start to the season for Whitby. Nathan Asim's done a a good job here. And when I look at the starting 11 today for Whitby, they're pretty much unchanged all the way through this season thus far. Uh, Apart from Connor Smith, the right-back, who starts today, um, as he did against Prescott Cables. Everyone else has played seven, eight, nine times this season already.
4: The spine of the team, Shane Bland has been there for years in goal. Danny Rowe, the main man at the back, the centre-back, and Fuster up front, prolific goal scorer. He scored four times against us already in his career. Uh, those players don't seem to change, and that's their strength. They don't make many changes, and I'm guessing that they've got Hawkins and Mondal playing wide to feed Fuster who is a very dangerous character. He scored here last season in the two-all draw.
2: Obviously, FC United are looking to bounce back after being beaten by Warrington Rylands. FC United out of the FA Cup. Whitby are the same afternoon. They were beating Prescott Cables there through to the third qualifying round. However, the last time Whitby played a league match, it was against the aforementioned Warrington Rylands and they got beat. Yeah, we've got something in common with them (laughs) on that one. But then again, you
4: know, we've seen how good Rylands can play and I would guess that uh, Ryland's
2: did another counter-attack number on them. One uh, can only assume. One can only assume. Just as they did with us. Now, uh, team news for this afternoon. Uh, Pav Zuck is back in at right-back. Also back in the side, Michael Donoghue in midfield. And he'll be joined in midfield as well by another player returning, Charlie Munro.
4: Yeah, there's lots of ifs and buts about last week. If Donahue and Munro were fit last week and played, it could have been a very different game. Let's hope that today's scoreline bears that out and they come back and galvanise the midfield like we want
2: them to. Is it not asking a lot of Munro and Donahue to just snap right into it um, because they have been out for, for a while now? It's difficult for both of them to
4: come back together, yes. That might be an, an issue for one of them or maybe both of them. They may not get uh, 90 minutes this afternoon. So you get, again, you look at the bench and you think, well, Griffiths is on the bench and Ennis is on the bench. So we've got a bit of insurance there if they don't make the trip. Um, But overall, you look at the selection for today, I think Zuck is is a good, solid defender. Um, He's not going to give much away. Hopefully he'll be able to dominate that right-hand side. Apart from that, it's the same back four apart from Zuck. Uh, The
2: midfield has obviously been strengthened. Max Kane starts again. Um, and that's because uh, Beru and Bellardo are on the bench. That's because they played once again for Stockport County on Tuesday. Uh, I did ask Neil, I'm assuming then they're going to be fine for Warrington Islands on Tuesday. Yes, is the answer. So, juggling the squad, somewhat. Uh, also starting this afternoon, I mean, as Paul mentioned, the, the back four is unchanged, barring the right-back. Uh, check TM, incidentally, not 100%. He's on the bench. Um, Pavzuk at right-back. Left-back is Guy Hall. Um... I think when you watch it back, you, you kind of appreciate Guy Hall probably was, was 6 out of 10 last week, which he made him a, our best player.
4: He was our best player, no <laughs> doubt about it, last week. Centre-back
2: partnership of Charlie Oliver and Captain Curtis Jones. And as I mentioned, in central midfield, it's Donahue, Munro, Deck McLaughlin uh, will be also be playing in midfield. And up front, Elliot Morris, Jay Fitzmartin and Max Kane. Subjects, Chester united Baru, Bilado, Charlie Innes, Griffiths and Tiam, it's Bench. Just mentioning the last time, we we
4: had to come back from behind twice to get a draw in that game. Now, having seen us capitulate to Marine, Radcliffe and now Rylands, what we may need to see this afternoon, if we go a goal down, is a bit more
2: backbone. Bit more steel in the side. That's crucial, isn't it? Because yeah. it's getting to the point. I mean, I've I, I discussed this with Woods on this goes with Michael this week. I don't think anyone at hard time is expecting Warrington to score those two goals the way they did in the second half, where it was like bish bash bosh, we're 3 0 yeah. up now all of a sudden. And it did come about, Just we just kind
4: of let our heads drop a little bit. I, I think the danger is, is that at the moment, if we go a goal down, the players trudge back to the centre circle feeling sorry for themselves, and you can't do that you've got to focus on getting back in the game and I think it's a mentality thing it's not an ability thing, certainly and Renault has spoke about sports psychology this week and and it's a very important part of the game in that you don't allow giving the goal away to affect you adversely for the rest of the match you've got to move on and fight back
2: now ahead of today's game, uh, congratulations to the community team, Jenny Swarbrick and all the organisers. Uh, plenty of activities uh, for the youngsters outside on the on the forecourt and on the 3G pitch. Now, Youth United Days. This isn't a Youth United Day, incidentally, but uh, Youth United Days of the past. I always kind of.
4: we we don't play well on the pitch and rather ominously they're (laughs) thinking of repeating this exercise
2: uh, again during the season well they should it's it's great I mean Neil was talking pretty much they've got 40 new junior members Mm. you know you're encouraging kids from the local area to to get down here on a Saturday so yeah we should do more of it what what we'd like to see is that translate onto the pitch with wins and good performances
4: yeah it's a bit like when we get a bigger crowd we sometimes uh,
2: don't put our best foot forward do we (laughs) it's like for some reason I don't know why It goes back to that last game of the season, of the first season ever, where we're winning the league, 6,000 people there, and lo and behold, we get beat, Great Howard? Yeah, yeah, we get beat, and it, and we've
4: never we've never improved on that. And that was that was the last time they played in their history. They uh, folded after that.
2: Well, there we go. They folded with a, with a win at Gig Lane. Yeah, that was our last match. FC United though, back here in in the modern era, uh, taking on Whitby Town this afternoon. Just to bring you the uh, Whitby team: it's Bland, Smith, Shepherd, Gell, Roll the captain, Beeden, Hawkins, Doherty, Fuster, Grattan and Mondal. Substitute Simpson, Greaves, Haswell, Fergus, and Spensley and throughout that team there's players we've seen many times before well FC United taking on Whitby Town um, if results go a certain way today we, we could end up second in the league if you take Radcliffe out of the league it's, it's still wide open isn't it really
4: it's been a bizarre start to the season I mean the, the focus has been on the big defeats inevitably but if you look beyond the big defeats we've had some very good results and, it, and it's overshadowed some of our
2: good performances yeah, and not just good results, but good performances. Just to say, Ilkeston, ahead of us in the league table. Yeah. We've beaten them. Macclesfield, ahead of us in the league table. We've beaten them. Worksop ahead of us in the league table. And we've beaten them. Obviously, in that list, we've also got uh, Radcliffe and Marina, who are also above us in the league table. But those,
4: those are good wins. and We need to get more of them. We need to get some kind of consistency, don't we? I mean, a win today, and just, just for the sake of argument, if we've got a draw at Ryland's that would be a good, good few days work four points that can make a big difference to the table
2: absolutely and uh, it's a big week coming up today Whitby Town here at Broadhurst Park and then, as Paul mentioned earlier on the road for two matches warrington Rylands away on Tuesday Workington away on Saturday of course we'll be bringing you commentary of both games here on FC Radio but it's, it's a big week this isn't it Paul it is and you know Where we are in the table, it could go
4: either direction. If we lose today and don't play well at Rylands, we could slip quite badly down the table. But, on the other hand, if we get some points on the board, we can shoot at the table quite dramatically.
2: Well, let's find out what happened this afternoon. It's now time to hand over to your expert commenter team, FC United, taking on Whitby Town, brought to you by our friends at ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Armour. And here's Stato Paul, but first, me. Jones looking out to this left-hand side, finds Hall, Hall down the line to McLaughlin. McLaughlin good, Cruyff turn there, and a clever ball to Kane. Kane's on side, good goalkeeping from Bland. He got his hands to that as Kane was taking it round him. Jones gets it to Boys, Boys to Oliver. Oliver now bringing the ball out over on the the right-hand side of the defenders drills the ball down the right hand side and Morris is going to be able to get to that ball Morris crosses it in first time, It's tricky for Bland and he spills it and it's a good job Smith was covering because McLaughlin was lurking on the back post area out of play, it's going to be a corner to FC United Don Hugh trying to win it back but loses out there to Grattan Grattan beats McLaughlin, crosses the ball in, that's a good header one there by Fuster but over the bar it goes but Whitby's first chance here's Oliver for FC United plays the ball long down the right hand side for the run of Kane but it's uh, met there by Rowe but uh, the second ball with Morris here's Donoghue Donoghue goes to goal what a finish what a finish from Michael Donoghue 23 minutes on the clock and that is a worldie well
4: the shape of his body there for the shot was absolutely terrific he knew exactly what he was going to do whether the ball was coming down to him And poor Bland, he was just exposed in the wrong place. The ball flew over his head into the corner. Terrific strike by Donoghue. And very few players have got that ability at this level to to score
2: that kind of goal. Monroe heads it to McLaughlin. Good control by McLaughlin. He's under pressure here from two players, though. And Mundell pushed. McLaughlin in the back there, not seen by the referee, and uh, play continues. Grattan there plays it through to, oh, a and Fuster adjudged offside, goal disallowed. And I've got a funny feeling that was in line at least. I mean, to be fair, there was a foul in the build-up down the line to Mundal, just shoves. Hall out the way there and keeps the ball but FC United win it back with Fitzmartin here's Guy Hall, Guy Hall under pressure has to be an accurate back pass, it isn't Fuster picks it up and that is a gift for Bradley Fuster and FC United concede in there and on 39 minutes it's an equaliser that man Bradley Fuster who scored a few goals in this fixture in the past, scores again Rose still up, wins the header Jones wins the ball back, here's Griffiths Griffiths inside the centre circle Griffiths beats Doherty and then has to check back. Plays it to his right-hand side to McLaughlin. McLaughlin forwards to Zuck. Zuck, infield to Kane. Kane just loses out, but McLaughlin wins it back. McLaughlin goes for goal over the bar. Out to his left-hand side to Sheppard. Sheppard finds Grattan in a bit of space. Grattan, left-hand side of the box, crosses that ball in, and good hands from Boyes. Fuster was a yard or so away from that. Hall finds Kane, Kane back to Monroe. Monroe a great ball towards Fitzmartin. Fitzmartin going to get to it. Fitzmartin's into the box. Fitzmartin's one on one oh he puts it over. Well, it's left there by Bolado, and here's Morris. Morris on the left hand side. Got Hawkins in front of him. Morris goes for goal over the bar. Corner. Took a deflection. A loose pass. picked up here by Doherty. Doherty got a run here from Grattan, it's a good reverse pass and Grattan does brilliantly Grattan to the edge of the box, he's got support from Simpson, he goes for a goal himself and slices it over the bar a massive let off for FC United there Doherty's going to get to this Doherty by the corner flag, that's how far that ball's gone, plays the ball infield toward Haswell, Haswell's into the penalty area, Haswell goes for goal, oh he's saved just by Boys, and there was Jones to make sure that Simpson couldn't get to the follow up and eventually cleared by FC United. And FC United can count if Fitzmaugham can get to it first. Beeden succeeds. Beeden with a great challenge. And here's Hawkins now. Hawkins through the middle. Out to the left hand side here to Doherty. Doherty, a couple of step overs into the box. Zuck puts the challenge in. But the ball is still with Whitby. Grattan, Mundell. Hawkins with an effort. Saved by Boys. Back into midfield. It's back with Whitby though. Griffiths puts a challenge in, it's fortunate there, Grattan, Grattan goes for goal, oh it's a great save by the goalkeeper, second ball with Whitby though, Simpson crosses it in, out to this left hand side, it's not over yet for FC United, here's a cross that comes in there from Doherty, but heavy clear once again, and uh, well, FC United bringing the ball out, but FC United give the ball away again, here's Hawkins, Hawkins crosses this ball in, ball for Simpson, but uh, catching practice for boys, and can Whitby counter. Simpson lays the ball off here to Doherty. To, to Gratton. Back to Simpson. Oliver puts a challenge in. But here comes Doherty now. Over the halfway line. Plays it in front of Mandal. Mandal's through. One-on-one. rounds the goalkeeper. Oh, the end angle's tight. But there is Jones with a brilliant block on the line. World-class stuff there from Jones.
4: What a block, Paul. Well, Mondale thought he was going to win the game there. And... Uh Jones came out of absolutely nowhere to put the block in. Full-time here
2: at Broros Park. one all the score. A wonder strike from Michael Donahue, but then a loose pass at the back to the man you don't want to give the ball to, Bradley Fuster. one all at half-time, and after a frantic second half, at full-time, the score remains one apiece. It's the first draw for both sides, by the way in the season actually if memory serves FC United in the league have won every single home game this season Whitby have won every single away game funnily enough the match has ended a draw which I think statisticians would say was predictable on as even yeah (laughs) Uh, man of the match discussion Paul. before you go Um, Mm. I think the overall man of the match actually is probably Daniel Rowe you know the captain yeah I think he's met every single ball pretty much Um, for FC United Donahue was destined at half-time to be the man of the match, but he went off 10 minutes into the second half. So, I mean, Oliver's had a good game, I suppose, hasn't he?
4: Yeah, he's been solid at the back. Curtis Jones made that incredible block at the end. Got to bring that into the equation. Saved a point there, definitely.
2: Uh, I think Smith's been very good at right-back, hasn't he?
4: Yeah, I think Whitby were going home disappointed that they've not maintained this 100% record away from home. I think they'd put more into this second half and feel
2: that they should have won it. Going back to those chances Whitby created there, the best chance of the half, for that second half there, was the one where Mundell rounded the keeper. It was an all but certain goal. Jones saved it. The boys' save before that
4: yes. was an excellent one. Yes. I can't remember who got the shot in, but it was Grattan. Grattan got the shot in, yes. That was a terrific save, and he was played away off the line after that. No, it's Haswell. Haswell yeah. broke through, got yeah. the shot
2: in. Boys down to his left, and. Somebody followed up. It was Jones, I'm maybe sure Jones, it was again. Jones again. There you go. It, so.
4: so it justifies our selection, I think.
2: Yes. Um, Zuck's going to be happy as well, isn't it? Because I think Zuck performed well. Right He's absolutely today. exhausted by the look of it.
4: Yes. <laughs> He's struggling to walk down the down the touchline here. I think he had a very good game.
2: Well, the unbeaten mm. league record here at Broadhurst Park continues. Um, next up, though, Paul. Two trips on the road. Workington next Saturday. Warrington Rylands this Tuesday.
4: Uh, Rylands were winning, I think, weren't they?
2: Yes, uh, let me tell you. uh, Rylands today have won on the road at Matlock Town by four goals to two. Uh, Incidentally, Workington have won today at Bradford Park Avenue by two goals to one. Mm. But they're both away games. They're at home for these
4: uh, upcoming matches. There is a time for us to win away from home, and let's hope it's in the next few days.
2: Yes. Somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere. That's, That's the key now, isn't it? I mean, today... It was all about bouncing back after Warrington Rylands. I think we've done that. We've held on a little bit, but that was the test. It, we needed to be steely after Warrington Rylands, and I think, I think that's the box ticked there this afternoon. I think Renault will
4: say that there's been disappointments today, but the fact we didn't concede under pressure is a good sign. Certainly a better sign than the, the capsizing we've seen in three other games. We could have lost this game very easily, but we didn't. and that's
2: that's the next test now it's away from home can FC United improve on their away form we have to improve Tuesday night at Warrington Islands that is going to be a tough game and Workington, Borough Park well it it goes without saying it's a long trip for nothing (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) well on that note a big thank you to Stato Paul for for joining us and uh, we'll be hearing from Paul again uh, Gorset Lane on on Tuesday night and uh, Neil Reynolds is making his way up the steps here Big thank you for joining us, Neil, after, after that one. What did you make of that?
0: I thought it was a great... I'll tell you what Nathan's just said to me. Yes. Great advert for non-league football. Two really good sides. Look at everybody at the end of the game. They're all flat out. They'd run and work so hard and there was chances. And you know what, Ben? That tackle from Curtis Jones... Yes. ...is as good as scoring the winner in the 90th minute because you might look back on that at the end of the season. You might be in the playoffs by a point and you look back on that and it could be the difference between being where you are and not so for me. Uh, said to that, like, immensely proud. You know, let's not underestimate. It's so hard to bounce back from a four-nil mm-hmm. against a side that go toe to toe with you, a good footballing side. And we've done it. We've done it. We've come and we've got a point. And being at home, still happy.
2: There was uh, a question mark after the four-nil defeat last week about FC's underbelly. What what happens? Yeah. We were under the cosh towards the end there, yeah. and you mentioned Jones is world-class. It, yeah. it is world-class. World the class. clearance on the, on the near post was, was immense. I think we stood up there, didn't we?
0: Really good. Really good character. I I'm studying now tonight, Then a really, really proud manager because it's not just about football results. It's the work that goes on aside from that. We were devastated last Saturday. The group were devastated. We've had to do so many things this week. And you know what? When Guy makes a mistake, you, know, you want to put your arms around. Guy Hall's been one of the best players we've had over the last 12 months, so he's made a mistake, and I said to the lads, can we get him out of trouble? But you know, I think we did, because I think we, we stood tall, and you go, when you cross the line, Ben, if you make mistakes, they, potentially they could cost you, It's his cost guy today is devastating, but... He's still one of the best left backs in the league, and, and I'm, I'm happy. It's a left back doing a back pass through his right foot. Yeah, sometimes and, it happens. And, and do you it? know what? You know, if he had his time again, he'd play forward. You know, he'd play forward. But again, you've got to let the kids make mistakes. You've got to do. Listen in five. The years, back pass was on. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But in five years' time, he might go the other way. But I certainly didn't go in at half time and pick him out. What I did say to the lads is, can we get him out of trouble because he's been amazing? But that character from from a game that we were in total control of, we was at one 0 Yeah. And then we made the bad pass. And it's one all. We, we give them a little bit of a lift. I thought we came out second half. We had a go. They had a go. I think, you know, obviously Donahue and Munro going off, he, he took the edge out of us. And that's nothing against Griff or any who came off.
2: Do you think that's what we were missing towards the end? Because it was going back and forth, but Whitby were the ones testing our goalkeeper and we weren't I, testing Bland. I thought, so I thought
0: we got too spread out in the middle of the park. Listen, it's hard for me because Chaz is coming into the twilight years. You know, he doesn't want to be in an open-up game where he didn't want to be sprinting around. But we were about to bring Keane Baru, on. I don't know if you noticed, we were about to make a change in the in the uh, wide area. And then Charlie Mumro said, on cramping up. Yeah. So Liv said, we've got to change it. So that's what we've got to do. And listen, you can go and stick another forward on and leave Griffiths on his own in there. But a point against Whitby, who we won't be anywhere from home, that's that's a really good point. I was going to say that,
2: because at that point we had Bilardo and Kane on already, didn't we? So you were, you were going to go for it.
0: We were going for it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were. We were We were going for it. You know, we, we wanted to, we wanted to, to you know, sacrifice. Kind of one of our wide areas to get Keane more direct, and I think he might have opened it up, but it wasn't to me, and, and that's football. And what we've got to do now is we've got a short turnaround. for Warrington rival? He's done a come-off fatigue. Will he be ready? We don't know. Mum rolls come-off fatigue. Will he be ready? But you know, th- there's lads in there that, that haven't had a kick today. You know, in Keaneborough and, and, uh, and Check game. Hopefully, Check comes back 100% Tuesday night, uh, and he and he might come in. But you know, special mention to yeah. Pav I thought he was he was excellent again. Oh, listen, brilliant. I'm, I'm. You know, people might listen to go. You've drawn one all. But it's more than one all for me because it's how deep the character is to come back from that 4 0 last week.
2: Yeah, let's just talk about the one that we <laughs> scored. Um, blimey. I've already started catalogue because I, I, I left myself a mountain last season for the end of season awards to try and get those goals of the season clips yeah. done. Donahue is in, in the list yeah, already, he, isn't you it? You know, he's seen, the,
0: he's seen the keeper off his line. You know, he's seen it. I spoke to him at half-time, he's seen it. He's just a wonderful talent. I I go up, you know, I, t- I, t- I think everyone does in the ground. You're up two, in- two inches when you can name Mike Donahue on the on the, on the team sheet. He's so good, he's so infectious to what we do, and And he's probably playing at 60%, 70% fitness because of the, the, the games that he's missed now. But we've got to try and keep Donna's fit because when Donna's is fit, we're a better side. And, and not because it's Donahue, it's because of what he brings and what his demands are of other people in and around him. But I thought him and Munro coming back in today, you know, really bolstered that midfield. It helped us. And you could be critical of, of individuals' performance. Should he have crossed, Should he a shot? Could he have pulled the trigger? But all in all, you know, we're, we're, we're happy with a point, and, and it's really important that we didn't go back-to-back defeats because we haven't we haven't done that.
2: Now it's a tough week. You've already mentioned it already. Rylands on Tuesday. Workington on Saturday. Yeah thank goodness it's on a a Saturday to be fair because that was looking like it was going to be a Tuesday at one point Um, this is a tough week though isn't it and and we need to improve the the away form
0: oh listen 100% we're going to improve the away form and everyone knows that in the dressing room and you know we're going to go there with a game plan you can't uh, not learn you know, from what happened against Rylands last week when they played a 4-4-2 against us and the two strikers. You know, we, we may have to go there with a slightly tweaked formation. People will probably look at it, and I'm looking at Rylands now, the second in the league, and, and probably thinking, you know, is that a Rylands win? But you know, for me, we're on 13 points. You, you go there and if you win, you're on 16, you're a point behind him So listen, we can't be any worse than we were in spells of that game last week. But I think if we start the way that we started against Rylands and we get our noses in front, we might have something to hang on to. So I'm I'm not going there thinking, oh, we've just got beat 4 I wouldn't be going to Radcliffe if it was Radcliffe or, or Stafford or Marine. I'd be thinking it's just another game of football. And, and on our day, we're as good as anything in the league. And we, we've shown that for spells against against Whitby today. But for me, Ben, you know, we're going to go there. We're, we've got to wait for the medical team to give us, you know, the information. But we're going to go there in really good spirits and, and hopefully, you know, stop our away our way rot uh, and get something. And if we get something and we go to Workerton and get something, then it will not be a bad start of the season because I'm looking at it now I'm looking over your laptop and you know four 13 points from second four points from second so you know we're right in the mix played what eight games we're in the mix it settles down after 10-15 we're alright with that
2: well Neil we've won every single league home game Whitbeard won every single away mm-hmm. league game funnily enough it was a draw today and that's probably so <laughs> I'll tell,
0: tell you what now you know the last few games against Nathan Sidewick, we had really yes. good, good encounters. I last year's think it, was epic. I think, yeah. I think we were a win, then it was a draw 2 all, and now it's a yeah. one all draw today. But I think if you're the neutral and you're walking away from me, you've seen two sides that have gone for it and have left everything out on the pitch. And, you know, that might not be enough for some people, but for me, yeah, it's enough. And, you know, well done to, well done to both sets of players, but, but more importantly, well done to, to my boys for reacting positively after a, a tough, tough day last Saturday.
1: FC United manager Neil Reynolds there. And as discussed, two games on the road this week for the Reds. Firstly, on Tuesday evening, FC United travelled to Gorsie Lane to take on Warrington Rylands. It's a 7.45pm kickoff on Tuesday and we'll have full coverage from 7.30pm on FC Radio and on North Manchester 106.6FM. While on Saturday, FC travelled to the west coast of Cumbria to take on Workington. Kick-off at Borough Park this weekend will be at 3pm, and we'll have full commentary from that match as well. Tune in from 2.30pm on the FC Radio website. To the women's team now, and on Sunday afternoon, FC United travelled to the north-east to take on Durham-Sestria in the league. To hear how the Reds got on, let's hand over to Ben now in Durham.
2: Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women's Team Live. FC United at Manchester taking on Durham-Sestria in the Women's National League Division 1 North. FC United coming into this game after that phenomenal 5-4 win over Chesterle Street last weekend. And after last week's win over Chesterle Street, FC United now off the bottom of the table, leapfrogging over Chesterle Street, Norton and Stockton Ancients, York City, and this afternoon's opponents, Durham-Sestria. Uh, last season, Durham Sestria at this level just missed out on promotion. Uh, Newcastle going up instead on goal difference and having a bit of a, a find-your-feet start to the season. Uh, just one win for Durham thus far in the league and that uh, came against Chester Street on the opening day. A 3-0 win and uh, that result has been a bit of a, an outlier for today's house, as uh, Durham has since failed to score In their following three league matches, a defeat at home to Stockport County by one goal to nil, a 1-0 loss at Middlesbrough and a 1-0 loss in their last league outing against Leeds United. So, not scoring. FC United certainly were scoring last weekend. Let me give you the FC United team for this afternoon. There's been a couple of changes after last week's result against Chester Street, it's uh, Donald in goal. Shauna Jean returns to the starting eleven. Jace Carlin, Isabel Kershaw, Emily Walton, Paris Ford, Janice Reeves, who had a brilliant game last week—a hat trick. Pace Stopford also returns to the starting eleven. Ellie Ritchie, Kawana Dill, and Amara Keaton, uh, new signing from Macclesfield, also starts. And uh, and substitutes FC United, Elsie Baxter. Madison Bowater a welcome return to Ellie Rigby Jahura Akhtar and Corey Mather and it's played through and it's a good ball into the penalty area the ball is played back to Giles there about 8 yards out dead centre and she puts the ball over the bar that's the first real chance of the game the score remains 0-0 though 9 minutes played it's back with Durham in their bat line here's Knowles Knowles inside the centre circle, plays the ball over the top, plenty of runners here are onside, Dale's one of them, goes for goal, and that is a fortunate finish, but a finish nevertheless, and right on hard time, Dale kind of mishit that, and it lofted over Sophie Donald in the FC United goal, and right on hard time, Duncestia take the lead along the halfway line comes durham Sestri's number 11. That's a great ball over the top. Flag stays down. And this is a great opportunity for Dale again. But a great save from Sophie Donald. One-on-one. Goal kick for FC United. Towards the halfway line. Again the ball goes. It's flicked on there by Giles. And here comes Durham-Sestria on the attack again with Coulson. A shot on goal. And that is a wonder goal. An absolute fine strike there from Lily Coulson. All Sophie Donald could do was watch that sail into the far post, 25 yards out, and it just sailed into the net. And on 50 minutes, FC United now trail by two goals to nil here a goal on either side of half-time or oh, Reeves is going to win it back for FC United Reeves manages to get the ball to Richie who's onside, Richie now, got support here for Keaton, Keaton on the left-hand side, has to check back though waiting for a numbers, there's a wave of red shirts moving forward here, one of them is Reeves, Reeves first time pass here to Richie, Richie out to this right-hand side to Walton, Walton's going to go for goal and it's a, a save there for Anna King but that's much better from FC United Corner ball which Noble's going to be taking from Durham's right-hand side. In it comes, towards the back post area. Not been cleared, and there was Main wearing yards from goal to top off this afternoon's game and to top off the win for the home side. It's now 3-0. Well, Jenny, a big thank you, for joining us, Um, just never really got going that did it for us really this afternoon, what's your thoughts on it?
5: Well I'm really proud of the girls actually for the performance because we knew that it was going to be difficult coming here to to Durham Um, I was aware of the style of playing, I knew it would be under the cosh with the long balls, so I knew it would be a defensive game and in terms of the defensive side of it I'm really proud because of how resilient they were to keep keep Durham at bay so they'd keep attacking we said We're going to have to celebrate good defending today when we stop one of their attacks and we go again because we didn't have a massive outlet today. We struggled to get up the pitch at times, but the defensive side of it was really, really good. Um, We've just said then in the team huddle two, three weeks ago, that scoreline would have been six or seven. Two of their goals today were fantastic goals, really, really good goals. Um, And we've pushed Durham to, to produce some of their best football to be able to break us down the third goal is a little bit contentious um, before it we'd switched off and we could have we uh, prevented the corner that then led to the goal and then there's something we've probably got to look at in terms of how the ball went in we believe there was a possibility free kick on the keeper right. uh, that didn't get given but I'd have to see a replay to see how that goes but if you break it down, there's do some really, really good defensive displays today um, that I was really proud of.
2: I was going to say, I mean, it, it looked like we were going in at half-time, nil-nil. Mm, and mm. I was saying it was p- partly my fault because I was, I was jinxing it towards the end of the first half, saying this is the, actually the perfect away performance. we just salts up all this pressure. Mm. From your angle, you ought to have seen it, but Dale's actually mis- mis-kicked it. And that's how it's managed to go over. Uh, Donald so it's actually mm. a bit of a fortunate finish yet, actually right. but then Donald moments later kept the score to, to 1-0 mm. Um, mm. and then five minutes into the second half the, the, the worst thing happens It's a, that is a world there.
5: We didn't get out to so we didn't get out with the press, the second phase um, but it was a very good finish that I don't think Sophie could have got to um, but we have to the amount of defending that we had to do today yep. I think we, we did fantastically well in terms of dealing with it and I've just said to them then, these are going to be one of the stronger contenders for the league this year, they were last year and and they'll be up there again this year and if we can take that type of defensive display and put that into all our games now, we're going to be really hard to beat and that'll allow us then to build on our attacks then going forward if we can become a team that's hard to beat, we'll pick up many points this season especially against some of the lower performing teams in the league, I think that's a massive step forward for us in terms of our defensive display and it just shows the the quality uh, of some of the better teams in this league that they've got that, that, that can break us down when we were really hard to
2: beat. We're you expecting a, a few more chances though based on what we saw last week. I mean, I, I said it full time that our defeat on the road but it's nowhere near as one-sided as, as the York match was a fortnight ago but we didn't really test mm. the goalkeeper that I much. I mean,
5: unfortunately we're missing a few players today who have been in, in, in most of the starting lineups. ups um, over recent weeks um, and we've had to make some changes so in terms of looking at our performance last week compared to this week we are missing players so when we talk about playing out through the patterns we didn't have the players that we had last week in those positions to be top of the diamond to be holding it up and um, ball seemed to be going forward it seemed to be coming back quite quickly we can't afford to do that we've we've got to be able to relieve pressure um, and we didn't get the same success as we did last week but I'm quietly confident that once everybody's back in and back together again and we've got people back off holiday that will be our performances will match what the defensive side was today and, and, and that relieves the pressure because there's only so long you can soak up pressure you're always going to concede at some point well, I, if... think, I
2: think Donald's taken about 40 goal kicks today yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the other because thing because we they... didn't
5: have that outlet yeah. at the top
2: but that's the other thing they've, they've not really apart from the goals and the one on one that Donald's not really had that much to save either so
5: that's what I mean it's like you, when with the defensive side of the game People forget that defending is an art, and you've got to have a passion to want to defend and defend really, really well. And and that's the attitude I gave the players today. And you're seeing that they were like high-fiving each other because they knew that it was going to be difficult. They knew that they were pumping it in in long in behind, and we dealt with it really, really well. It'd be interesting to see the start, the amount of attacks that were created by Durham, and how many we we then dealt with successfully because I think it would be extremely extremely high and I think they've done a very, very good job to say we kept it down to only three and we could look at some stuff and go, could we have been better in those areas? But I thought, I thought they did well and I give them credit for that today.
2: And uh, the return of Rigby, who popped on uh, for, for a cameo towards the end there. Um, good to have her back. It was really
5: nice to, to have her back and I think when she went in there she did exactly what I knew she could do which was give us a little bit of composure on the ball. I don't think she gave the ball away once. Which no. is something we was missing in the first half. And we really good to connect passes in the first half. She's got this
2: knack of dragging in more than one player to try and get the ball off her, which is yes. always helpful. Yeah, she
5: makes good decisions, um, and she'll be someone that will be key as we progress through the season. That can break down defences, slide those those balls through to to the runners in behind. So it's great to have her back in the squad.
2: Now you can part the league because next week it's uh, is the plate. We're going down to the Midlands, aren't we? For. Um, Leafield Athletic, I think it is in the plate. In it what it
5: is Leafield.
2: Yeah, what do we know?
5: I'll be completely honest on this one. Um, at this present moment in time, um, I don't have any any details on them. Do you reckon um, they'll be
2: as windy as this?
5: <laughs> it's like a winter <laughs> on here. Um, but Again, we'll look to build some momentum next week. Um, we had a great attacking display last week. This week, we had a good defensive display. So next week, can we put those two together and just keep taking steps forward in the right direction as a team?
2: And then it's back to Brothers Park for... Well, probably one of the bigger games this season, Stockport County, um, thoughts on, on that one back at Broaddus on the eighth?
5: I think it's going to be an excellent game because there's. Um, I think there's a little bit of a rivalry starting to build up between the teams this season, um, I think that we will go toe-to-toe with them in the game if we can get a full-strength team out and we can have a great week of training ahead of that, I think we could go toe-to-toe with Stockport and really show how far we've come this season. Um, and I'm, I'm really pleased we're playing the first game against Stockport at our ground because I think when we play at home, I think we're, we're coming on leaps and bounds and, it, and we're, feeling, we're feeling good at, at Broadhurst Park.
2: Well, looking forward to that one. Uh, Jenny Swarbrick, unlucky today, uh, but a big thank you for joining us uh, post-match and uh, all the best next week in the Midlands, in the plate, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up again soon.
1: Thank you. Women's team manager Jenny Swarbrick there speaking to Ben. And that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time.
3: This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.